Hi there, this is Erin Nicole, and you're listening to the Move Happy Movement podcast. On this show, I interview people from all over the world to help inspire you to live your happiest life. Maybe you're going through a tough season, or maybe you have clinical depression and you're really struggling to get out of bed some days. My hope is that this show inspires you to take action, to move forward to the life of your dreams, whatever that means for you. Maybe you're the next pop star, or maybe you're an amazing architect and you build beautiful buildings, or you aspire to be. Maybe you're an artist and you draw, and your drawings are so beautiful and inspire others to be amazing artists as well. Maybe you're a comedian and you make people laugh through your gift of joke telling and storytelling. Whatever that is for you, I hope to inspire you to do that, to be that. I'm really honored for this next guest. Um, We connected a couple years ago, and I have this contest. Each week, I have weekly topics for Move Happy on my social media channels, and he is the lucky winner. So I'm really honored that he's been sharing my content, adding good value, and so I'm giving him value back by sharing his story. I know you're going to love it, especially if you're bilingual and you speak Spanish. Check it out. All right. I am super excited, super honored to have Charles Phillips here on the Move Happy Movement podcast. Thank you so much for, for taking the time today. You're welcome. Thank you for having me on. Absolutely. Um, I always love to share with my audience, you know, how I connect with people. And you and I, I want to say we connected on LinkedIn, though we have this actual real geographical connection where we grew up kind of in the same area. Um, Let's talk a little bit about, um, for those that don't know your background and whatnot, let's talk about beginning of Charles. What was Charles like as a little kid? Well, I I was born in Tacoma, Washington, and then spent my first three years up there. Then uh, following my dad, as he moved along his career path, uh, we moved down to Portland for a year and then uh, settled into California uh, from the time I was four and Grew up in California, going mm-hmm. through preschool, through through college over there, and uh, having different jobs post college, and eventually getting married, and finally, after forty one years in California, moving to North Carolina for a few years, when uh, ended up going through a couple of hard t- hardships of uh, separation and, and divorce and losing my mom, but uh, those helped me decide to actually follow through on a lifelong goal I had of living in Latin America. So I'm now down in Costa Rica. I love that. I love that you you channeled a lot of challenging things in your life to still pursue your dreams. And that's what this show is all about is inspiring people to do that. So let's talk a little bit more uh, about how how did you get connected to going to Costa Rica? What was that first step for you? Do you remember? 
Well, uh, uh, so I was living in Charlotte and trying to figure out what to do. And as I said, it, I had always wanted to live in Latin America. So uh, I looked at all the countries in Latin America and mm -hmm. uh, started pulling in countries off the list, like for example, Venezuela or Cuba mm -hmm. are not particularly practical places uh, to live these days, especially for someone from the US. Okay. And yeah. so finally narrowed it down to Mexico and Costa Rica. Mm -hmm. And uh, I actually uh, knew a couple down here who I had met when they were young adults like myself living in Los Angeles. Wow. I helped them figure out whether they should get married to each other or not. And uh, so I decided to move down and, and join them. I love that. A little love story too. You're a little matchmaker. That's awesome. <laughs> So small connection, uh, a few years ago, my um, brother, I'm the, I'm the youngest, my brother actually got to go down to Costa Rica for music and some fun projects with, uh, with a, a guy that needed some help for, from him. Um, he shot some videos, it's gorgeous down there. What are some of your favorite places or things to do when you're down there? Well, <clears throat> I love going for walks up where I am because mm -hmm. I'm actually in the uh, cloud rainforest about, I think it's about 6,000 feet up. Oh, and, wow. Uh, so uh, in a small community where I half jokingly, it, this, this is serious, but people are shocked when I, I say this, 90% of my neighbors are cows. And, <laughs> uh, so they're very little area. Uh, yeah. Lots of plant life and animal life up here. And uh, Costa Rica is actually one of the best places to go if you're interested in wildlife as uh, we've got more birds here than we do in the U.S. west of the Mississippi. Oh, wow. In terms of bird species. Wow, I didn't know that. That's neat. So are birds your favorite animal? Um, actually, I'm, I'm more of a domestic animal person myself. Uh, but we have a couple of cats and a couple of dogs here, but then uh -huh. we also run an organic farm down here. And so Ooh. we've got uh, some sheep, some some goats, uh, mm -hmm. pigs, and recently we got a few uh, turkeys. Oh, fun. Yep. So neat. So organic farm. So then um, do y'all have flea markets down there? Like we have some in the U.S.? Uh, there are in the big cities, but mm -hmm. uh, for us, our big thing on being organic is we use 
no chemicals whatsoever. So uh, you're, you're looking at the primary weed control system um, for, for a farm. Nice. So do y'all sell what you farm or is this for your own sustainability? Uh, at the moment, it's for our own sustainability. At right. times we have sold some of our what we've grown mm-hmm. and uh, we do from time to time uh, sell one of our animals. Uh, uh-huh. I got someone will approach us wanting to buy one of our, our pigs and we'll, we'll sell one of our pigs or one of our sheep. Mm-hmm. That's neat. That sounds like like so much fun. Let's go back a little bit to, you had talked about, you know, going through, um, if you're okay with talking about a little bit of vulnerable stuff about going through divorce sure. and whatnot. Um, let's unpack that a little bit. So when you got divorced, how soon after that point did you decide, I want to live in South America now? This is This is the time for me to go. Well, uh, uh, so I got separated in the first part of 2018. Okay. Then in uh, just before Easter of 2019, uh, my mom passed away and wow. I'd, I'd been struggling with what, what to do. Uh, post-marriage and so finally decided that since I'm not getting any younger, I may as well pursue my dream now while I'm able to. Yeah. Wow. That's a really quick amount of time for two really traumatic experiences to go through. So way to go, way to push forward and and take action to really live your dreams. That's wow. That's incredible. I'm so sorry for your loss look at how it's transformed you though into being able to do you feel like that it, it was it was challenging but <clears throat> yeah yeah i and I, I think sometimes as hard as it is we need to go through a challenging time mm. to make us really reevaluate what it is that we want to do and mm. go ahead and, and do it. And uh, and one thing I've learned through the divorce process is that uh, you need to focus on your, yourself and uh, no one else can make you happy unless yep. you want to be happy. That's one thing I learned from from my marriages that there was nothing I could say or do to help my wife be happy and uh, trying everything I could to make her happy was was hard on me. And so finally I said, we're both better off getting separated and, and divorced. Yeah. Yeah, that's a tough, 
decision to make. And um, I think we connected on that as well, you know, and just the, the, the keywords that I heard you say, sometimes we have to go through tough things to really project us, move us forward. It's, I'm rephrasing it in my own way. Way to to yep. channel definitely. Way to channel that 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 challenging thing, and also that's to me. I see that as a form of kindness and compassion to her, because you recognize that she wasn't happy, and that you probably weren't happy either. And hey, let's let's change this situation if we can't get along. If we're not, you know. Uh, the right energy or the right spiritual connection for us to amicably go our own ways and move forward in life. So are you guys um, still friends yep. or, or do you guys communicate at all or? Uh, we communicate here and there, but uh, very, very little at, at this point, especially now that I'm in a different country. Yeah. Yeah, and same for me. Yeah, I actually, I don't think I've had any communications at all, um, which was really tough for me. Um, did y'all have kids together or did she have children from a previous relationship? Uh, we adopted a child together. Oh, wow. So let's talk. Are you still connected to your, your child? Uh, yes, uh, I chat with him about weekly uh oh, that's so beautiful he's got some behavior issues yeah and uh, uh i i know mental health and mental health wellness is something that really resonates with you so yeah. uh, uh unfortunately in the u.s in general i mean there may be pockets where they they do this well but in general Mental health is not handled well in the U.S. And uh, so uh, he's got some serious behavioral issues. Mm -hmm. And so he's no longer living at home. He's living okay. in a facility, a group home. But uh, it, it's hard because I mean, what's the right, right answer when you have a child that you love dearly, but uh, is constantly getting in trouble, constantly getting violent. Uh, yeah. What What's the right solution? Yeah. Yeah, you're absolutely right in that uh, the U.S. and not just the U.S., but I, I found through just being that advocate for for mental health for people is there's there's not a lot of resources. Um, it's kind of last on the totem pole as far as taxes, you know, if, if we have tax breaks, tax cuts, it's the first thing that gets cut for state and federal funding and whatnot. It's a very complex issue. And thank you for sharing your heart with us and being vulnerable. And um, he's not the only one that's going through that. Uh, I feel like our system is, is not completely broken, but it definitely needs a lot of work. A lot of help so yeah I feel like this conversation yep. someone's listening to this conversation as soon as we air it 
they're listening to this and they're and they're they're talking to their people. We're we're making a difference, one conversation at a time. So thank you for that. I really appreciate that. For those that might be, you know, connecting to your story now, maybe they've gone through divorce, maybe they're an adoptive parent or aspiring to be, uh, and they're they're going through maybe a tough season right now. What what are some maybe words of wisdom or advice that you could give them in keeping a positive mindset? Well, uh, I would say uh, for me as a person of faith, uh, I, I have a daily Bible devotional I, I go through every day. I also pray, uh, but then also a big thing I'd say to people is be, be authentic and be true to you, yourself and listen to what your gut is, is telling you. And uh, um, the only person you can guarantee to be happy is yourself. You, yep. uh, you can't make anyone else happy or or satisfy anyone else unless they also want to be satisfied. And uh, so uh, for people in a rough relationship, I'd say uh, uh, relationship, if you think it can be salvaged uh, and if not, then be honest and end the relationship. Tied into that is, is uh, something I see all too often in, uh, in articles is don't bring in someone else, a second relationship to help you be okay with your first relationship. If, if yeah. you're <laughs> intimate with someone, stay intimate with them if you can make the relationship work. Otherwise, let them know the relationship isn't working for you and yeah. that you are going to be pursuing another relationship. Have, having them find out at some point that they have a significant other who also has a significant other is not a good fix. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I uh, agree with that a hundred percent. And thank you for that. I think, um, you know, what you said as far as keeping a positive mindset and, and choosing if you believe in faith and you have a faith to follow, um, which, you know, for, for everybody listening, that, that might be different, a little bit different for those that, um, you know, kind of lean into, uh, the Christian faith that you are, also connected to, uh, do you mind sharing, you mentioned about uh, like a daily reading. Do you, is there a certain um, scripture or a certain uh, maybe devotional booklet that you enjoy reading? Well, uh, what I enjoy doing is, uh, and they have this available uh, in book form and online, mm-hmm. uh, what's called the Bible in a year, although I actually do it 
in its Spanish version, La Biblia en un año, uh, where it breaks down the entire Bible so that every year you, you read every given section of the Bible once. And so at, at the end of the year, if you've been faithful to it, you have read the Bible cover to cover. That is so neat. I love that you said you read it in Spanish. Uh, for those that maybe don't speak Spanish or don't you know, speak multiple languages, can we enlighten them a little bit? Tell me, tell me a little bit of the difference when you read in Spanish versus when your mind is um, reading in English. What, what is that like for you? Um, well, I mean, it, it's certain passages are challenging, and as uh, my Spanish has gotten to the level where, with some passages, I'll understand probably ninety-five percent of mm -hmm. what I'm, I'm reading, mm -hmm. but then other passages, it'll be closer to sixty percent of what okay. I'm, I'm reading. In terms of comprehension, so it it's challenging, but uh, I'd say uh, if you want to read it in your primary language, uh, that that certainly will help you grow. But then, uh, if if you have language skills such that it would be productive, uh, reading it in Spanish or Japanese or some other language mm -hmm. that you have sufficient understanding of uh, gives you a dual benefit of increasing your language skills and increasing your biblical knowledge. Yeah, I think that's so fascinating. I feel like a lot of our um, Spanish listeners or, or bilingual listeners I will really appreciate that you're doing that um, just to, you know, hear that different perspective. Um, I remember uh, in college, I was in a, a gospel choir and we, we toured around, this was something outside of school, but we toured around to a couple different churches and outside events. And one time we went to the Spanish speaking church and we, you know, joined in and performed for them. And I got to hear them, uh, the pastor or the minister pray in Spanish. And then he translated in English because he knew that many of us only understood English. And it was like the most beautiful experience to hear both languages in the same space. So thank you for sharing that. I really appreciate that. Second, um, second pillar of move happy is it's all about, you know, building community. And you've touched on a lot of that through your friends from LA and moving to another country and whatnot. Um, I'm sure that you've had other connections through community as well. For those that might be um, interested in getting connected to a community or, or maybe they're struggling, maybe they're a little more introverted and whatnot, what are some, some words of wisdom, some advice that you could give them as far as you know, starting, like taking action to get connected to other people? Well, uh, one thing I've done in the US, uh, with different levels of success is that if you're in a new area or in an area where you've been there a while but still don't have connections, uh, grab the phone book and uh, 
if your personal faith, look up churches. If your if faith isn't your thing, then look up something else that interests you, whether that be uh, some sort of athletics or, or uh, bookstore or something and uh, find a book club you can join, a church you can join, uh, join the YMCA, find something that you can connect to and start meeting people. I love that. Great tips. Thank you for that. Uh, third pillar of Move Happy is all about movement, uh, doing things that you enjoy doing, of course, because um, that you know helps us with our mental health and all kinds of benefits. So what are some of your favorite uh, ways to move your body? Well, I, where I'm at, uh, my favorite thing is going, going for walks where uh, I love trying to do 20 to 40 minute walk uh, daily and then Saturdays being a weekend uh, day, I try to actually walk to a nearby restaurant I enjoy. Mm -hmm. where it takes me an hour each way to get to and from the restaurant. Ooh, that sounds like a fun destination. Uh, what kind of food do you eat usually when you go there? Um, Usually uh, I will either go with a pasta dish because pasta is one of, and Chinese food are two of my favorite food items. Uh, pasta is fairly easy to find down here. Mm -hmm. Chinese, not, not quite as much. Mm -hmm. But then I also like to enjoy local food like uh, gallo pinto, which basically you take leftover white rice, uh, leftover red or black beans, and uh, combine them with a little bit of onion, some garlic, maybe some onion, green onion, uh, pepper, that sort of thing. That sounds yummy. <laughs> That's awesome. So tell us, because uh, I know there's listeners that are wanting to connect with you and whatnot. What are you really excited about um, that we can promote here on the Move Happy Movement podcast? Well, uh, and down here, I do basically uh, wearing two hats. I've got a, a side gig here on LinkedIn uh, where I do coaching. I help mm -hmm. people take a look at what is it that they really want and how can they move forward towards pursuing that. And mm -hmm. then uh, I also work with a nonprofit uh Association through uh, Association for Development through Education Aid, uh, which I shared their website address and and uh, connected to that is Faithfully Go. I also shared the website the website with you as well, uh, and we're trying to uh, be involved in the community, but then also uh, involved internationally. And right now we just started a building campaign. So if anyone's interested in 
donating. We are a 501c3, which means your donations count as a tax write-off. Uh, we also welcome people to come down and help us build. Uh, as, as I love to say, a half-jokingly, uh, we don't care whether you are an experienced construction person or whether uh, telling the difference between a hammer and a screwdriver might be uh, challenging for you. Uh, what, what, wherever you're at on, on construction knowledge, uh, if you're willing to spend a week down here, we would love to have you and uh, give you any training you might need to help us as, as we build as we've got uh, a total of 15 buildings that we will have on our campus once our project is over with. Awesome, awesome, awesome. And I just uh, pulled up the link here. I believe it's the Association for Development Through Education. Is that the one you're wanting me to share the link? Uh, and as well as Faithfully Ego, uh, if Faithfully. you could share uh, both of those. Okay, so I have uh, www.glocalade.org and uh, www.faithfullygo.org. So exactly. if you're listening, they can donate directly on those links to help um, with your projects. Yep. Awesome. And then, uh, uh, like I said, I, I have a side gig, and so I'm on LinkedIn and Facebook under Charles Phillips. Yeah, I highly recommend um, anyone listening or watching this show on the vlog, on YouTube, uh, you want to connect with him right away, especially on LinkedIn. Uh, just personal testimonial was really trying to build out my sales last year during the pandemic. And, you know, with a limited budget, no sponsors, no external funding, uh, one conversation with you uh, through the DM messages and you said, well, why don't you think about getting some internships going through your local colleges and universities? And that one conversation expanded my company from just me to three continents during a global pandemic. So I highly recommend people reach out to you. You have great value. And I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful for our friendship. And I am so excited to continue to see you grow on online and uh, you know, through through these wonderful things that you're doing for humanity. So thank you so much. This has been really fun. I always love to close thank out. Thank you. Absolutely. I also wanted to say it's been an, a pleasure watching you grow and expand over the past couple of years. Thank you. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Um, I feel like we've we connected right like kind of when I got on LinkedIn, like right around 2019, somewhere around there. Yep. Yeah, that's awesome. For for those that, you know, yeah. we've shared a lot already. You've shared, I should say, you shared a lot uh, deep stuff today. For those that want to know you even better, um, what question would you like to share uh, that I didn't ask you today? Uh, uh, I'd say the biggest thing 
I'd love to show is, uh, uh, I've touched on this before, but uh, be, be yourself and uh, use your own metrics of what does happiness mean? What does success mean? In, well, it's easy to uh, judge ourselves harshly where we look, look at we can look at someone else and say, well, they're constantly sharing all these vacation photos or they're sharing how they're making 10 grand a week or living in a million dollar home. And uh, yes, all those things are, are nice, but uh, uh, what? ask yourself, what is it that you want? Yeah. Great advice. I love that. Thank you so much again. This has been so fun. Thank you. All right. That's a wrap, folks. Thanks so much for listening to the show today. I hope that we added value to you. I hope that you're able to take something from this episode and take action to live a life of your dreams. If you are and you're planning to do so, please let us know. Take a screenshot of the certain part that stood out to you most and maybe write a couple sentences and post it on social media. You can tag us on Instagram, Facebook, or it's changing its name to Meta now. Um, and also TikTok, the little at sign, the real move happy. That's T-H-E-R-E-A-L-M-O-V-E-H-A-P-P-Y. On Twitter, you can tag us at move happy team, T-E-A-M. LinkedIn, you can tag me, Erin Nicole, CEO and founder of Erin Nicole Ministries, Move Happy, and Erin Nicole Media. Uh, you can also tag on the business page for Move Happy, the little at sign, move-happy on uh, LinkedIn there. You'll see the, the lavender and gray logo pop up. Um, and then if you are a Snapchatter, my uh, 20-year-olds, <laughs> right in that range, um, the handle is uh, the move happy so it's the beginning of my website if you go on my website themovehappy.com i was trying to do them all the same but they each have different character links and whatnot so it is what it is um i'm also on twitch though i haven't made any content on there um but you can you can add me on there if you'd like uh, move happy aaron and on clubhouse as well move happy aaron and uh, I just, I'm super grateful again for my guest being on the show today and for you that are sharing my content. If you are adding value in the comments, you are expanding my reach. If you are sharing a post, you are expanding my reach. If you are telling a friend or family member that you love them, you are expanding my purpose and my mission, which is to empower the world to find their own happiness from within. No one can make you happy. No one can affect your mood unless you allow them to. Um, my my hope for you is my hope for you is that I'm making a difference. Even if it's just one person that's listening to this today, then it's it's completely worth the time that I've invested in these these few years. I do a contest uh, in addition to uh, promoting my guests on the show that are sharing the content. 
Um, I'm also doing a listeners contest for the podcast downloads. Once we hit 10,000 downloads, I'm doing a listening room experience because I love to sing and I want to be that example to you that I am living the life of my dreams as well. So what a listening room experience is, if you're not familiar, I'll tell you a quick story. I was in college and I get a text message from my brother. Uh, you could follow him on online. Uh, his music is uh, J, the little J, and then Rice, R-I-C-E. And uh, he texts me, he's big in the music scene at this point. He's, he's at the peak of his career, I think, in, in his first stage of his career, I should say. He's got a, a, a next level coming very soon. And he says to me, you'll never guess who is in this room with me. I got to listen to some dope music that's not out yet. He didn't use the word dope, that's, I'm reframing it for our time today. <laughs> and uh, I write him back and I remember walking, I'm walking on Pacific Lutheran University's campus, I'm walking across where, if you have been to the campus, you know where the little tennis courts are at. And there's a little uh, golf, building they've changed it to a cafe i'm blanking on the name but i'm literally walking to the door have my hand on the door as i get this text message from him and i said who is it mariah carey which is my favorite singer of all time and i would just pee my pants if it was a yes on that one he says no but close so he knew my second favorite singer beyonce and i was like no freaking way but the cool thing is it actually was, it was Beyonce. She was in the room, she had her people, you know, protecting her and whatnot. But what a listening room experience is, it's the top of the top elite professional musicians that get along with each other, that want the opinions of each other. They do an authentic reveal of their music before they release it out to the public because they're professionals and they wanna make sure that it's good before the whole world sees it. Because when you share your gifts and your talents, it's vulnerable, because that's a part of you. So they do what's professional and they get feedback from each other. So what I'm gonna be doing, once we hit that 10,000 downloads, I'm gonna be honoring you guys with new release music that I have not even released to the public yet, that I have not even shared with anyone yet. And you get to be a part of that because I want to make you guys feel like you're Beyonce because you deserve it. So right now we're at 2974 downloads as of December 10th, Friday, 2021. So we've got a little ways to go. Thanks for your help and sharing this with your friends. Oh, and if you're a veteran or first responder and you haven't gotten the invite yet to the concert, I'm doing a free one for you. December 16th, 2021. One is at 7 p.m. for one hour, and then one is at 9 p.m. for one hour as well. Uh, you can adjust for your time zones respectively. We've got keynote speakers, husband and wife duo that's gonna talk about the power of love. Uh, Kara's a judge, and her husband Craig, they're amazing people. He works um, for Costco, he's a high-level executive, so they're gonna talk about that and uh, just for a couple of minutes. And then um, I have a guest singer that actually is retired from the Air Force Tops in Blue, Matt Flores. He's gonna be singing some tunes himself, um, at least one for sure. He's building out his confidence. He actually got to perform for the Super Bowl um, as uh, part of that group, but he's really wanting to take it to the next level as a solo artist. So I'm really inspired by him and I'm so grateful that he's donating his time for this event. I'm, you definitely don't want to miss out if you want to experience a Super Bowl 
singer and watch him in person or digitally kind of in person on Zoom. Um, and then I also have a guest professor uh, that uh, works and coaches people in the first responder space. He goes, he, was, he and I were chatting yesterday. He goes to St. Louis every year and does a training with first responders in the bagpipe space. So he's gonna perform for a couple of minutes um, and I'm just, I'm so honored, you guys. Like, it's all coming together. I'm gonna close out the show singing three original songs and three holiday tunes that I know you're gonna love if you love the Christmas spirit and holiday spirit time. Um, and I'm super honored. I actually have the space donated. I'm sitting in the home of one of the top salespeople for this really cool HVAC company. I just happened to connect with him. He's a Desert Storm veteran for the Army. And I'm just, I'm so grateful all the people that are stepping up to support this event. This is the final concert of 2021 for Aaron Nicole Ministries. So get me your email, Aaron at themovehappy.com. That's E-R-I-N, the little at sign, T-H-E-M-O-V-E-H-A-P-P-Y.com. And I'd love to send you that invite personally. Love you guys. Don't forget to tell someone you love them today. See you next week.